My name's Bryant, and like so many during the pandemic, I've been staying in and working from home. To pass the time and remain connected in a socially distanced world, I've been reaching out to people to see how they're holding up, what they're cooking or eating, and hear about anything else that's on their mind. Join us on What's Eating You. Today I'm speaking with entrepreneur, idealist, and dog father, Jackson, to catch up about his time in the Lone Star State since the spring. In this long overdue catch up, we chat home gyms and home ownership, yearn for the days of movie pass, and together reflect on the importance of sharing the weight during these heavy times. All right, Jackson, so welcome to What's Eating You. How are you feeling? You feeling triumphant? You feeling powerful? Your Zoom background is uh, is absolute scenes, man. Absolute scenes. What movie is that? Is that one of the is that Black Panther? That's Black. That's Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, interesting because occasionally my work calls are on Zoom, and I set this a long time ago, but I don't remember how to change it. So it's always a, a good topic starter. Making your calls from Wakanda, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Had to do it, and I definitely won't be changing it now. You know, gotta represent Chadwick. That's right. That's interesting how that stuff works. You, like you said, you throw up a long time ago. You forget about it. You don't use it that much, and then, dang, for a reason, huh? Everything for a reason. Yeah, sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to make it make the cut and uh, you know, contribute <laughs> to the podcast. That's right. Yeah, like I said, selfishly, some of it's for me catching up with people and having a little chat, but. Like you said, I, you know, I also want to talk to people who got something to say uh, or who've been doing stuff. And I know you, you've, uh, you've been making moves in the past. I mean, what is it now? Six months, seven, how long we've we been March, I guess, <laughs> even in Texas where you are, right? March. Even in Texas, eventually you closed down in March, right? Yeah. Everything shut down. All the toilet paper was gone. Couldn't buy sweet potatoes. I use, I cook for my dog. You know that like I cook better for my dog than I do for myself. That's and right. Sweet potatoes is the main thing. Cause it's, is healthy, keeps your stomach settled. Um, all the sweet potatoes are gone. That's the thing that upset me the most. Couldn't buy sweet potatoes. Dang. But so you managed. You managed. Uh, not that it's over, but you managed the COVID wave down there pretty well, pretty safely. I think so. Um, I mean, for a good while, I was. I mean, I, I wasn't as disciplined as everybody on the Northeast for sure. I mean, you, you know how we are down here in Texas. We're a little bit more stubborn, uh, but. I uh, I stayed clear, stayed stayed quarantined for a while, and then uh, just you know very limited interaction or contact when I did go out. But um, yeah, definitely definitely managed everything safely, stayed safe, no no scares. So I was gonna say, um, and the good thing for you guys, it's funny to think, like you said, there's definitely and this is actually I'm thinking of interesting stuff now. Most people I talked to were in the Northeast or Mid Atlantic, and you know we had a different approach, right? We had a different early wave and we had a different i think then response and approach whereas the south y'all y'all took a little differently to start and even a little bit after the wave hit but you know you also have a lot of space right and and the weather you can probably still be outside doing stuff which i think it, the science shows now is safer right right yeah so yeah yeah on top of just us being stubborn yeah texas a lot more open space um weather warmer longer like i'm st- i just started swimming lessons two weeks ago because I can't swim, um, but it's still the weather's still good enough for me to go to a pool midday or even even in the evening and and swim without freezing. You know, so yeah, we're st- we're still good down here with the weather. And how long will it stay nice like that? Like I'm thinking, you know, today was a was a really warm fall day up here, and it was in the 70s. 
what's the temperatures like down there? Um, we're I think up in eighties right now. We'll probably stay this way through probably get mid seventies by the end of October. That's wild because it was um, like 40, 50 yeah. degrees overnight the past week. Yeah, I remember um, that, and I tell everybody at Princeton this because how much of a, a shock it was being in the winter there. But I remember Christmases here growing up, Christmas Day, like being outside in a tank and some shorts because it was 70 degrees outside. So it's just like, it really just depends on the year. We can get a lot of cold weather early or it'll just wait until january february you know so mm-hmm. so real different scene which is good because like i said i know you got you got plant you got stuff to do you you can't be can't be cooped up can't be starting your uh your hibernation phase you're in fact you're doing the opposite you're getting yeah, shredded yeah. right now man you're getting shredded you do look good on the call you're you're, you're hitting the gym actually that's something I, I think we could talk about you're one of you like you said one of your activities during quarantine or covid you were still working out right you were still doing all kinds of stuff outside with people well talk about that a little bit yeah, so it started, um, you know, this idea that like, hey, like, and I think a lot of people had it. If I'm going to be in quarantine, like, I want to come out better than when I went in. So it started with just, um, you know, when being super strict, just staying, staying at home. I was doing 200 push-ups every day, 200 squats, 200 tricep dips, 200 crunches, and then I would do some dumbbell exercises every day. Um, so did that, did that every day. I mean, not all at once, but just throughout the day. Um, I was fortunate because I got the dumbbells like two weeks before everything went crazy. So before people in Texas were talking about quarantine, I got dumbbells because I wanted them. Um, and then as things really started to heat up and people started to go out a little bit more, um, I had a select group of friends that I would work out with. I knew they were being smart in quarantine and things like that. So I bought a battling rope. Um, I bought a 100-pound globe ball. This, that's, this is, always kills me, man. This uh, thing kills me. <laughs> yeah, it's a beast. Uh, I lived on the fourth floor of my apartment at the time, so just taking it up or downstairs to do the workout was a workout. And I'd get down there, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I had to carry this back up four flights of stairs, oh. and I just did that. Yeah, we do fan workouts and things like that, and then eventually, after I got the house, my first big project was my um, garage gym. So bought a pull up or dip machine and then got flooring in there, got some weights, just slowly, slowly adding to it, put a a punching bag in there. So it's, it's serving a lot of purposes, but just been a real, real big thing for me. Cause I think before what last year, last October, I was weighing in at 270. I got, I got big for no reason. And it's just, eating like I was still playing sports in college, but not doing any uh, cardio or exercise at all. And so I decided that, you know, quarantine hit, this is a perfect opportunity for me to be productive with my time. And so just start building that habit, man. And it's, it's starting to pay off. You're, you're, sl- so, you're slimming up? A little bit, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we're not taking shirtless pics yet, but. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not there yet. You're swimming in a swim shirt? You're still, uh, you're still like, hey, I'm not trying to get sunburned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long sleeve shirt. When I swim, yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Next summer, though. Next summer. <laughs> right. As you said, it's a project. And I, I like the, what you said about even just quarantine. Hey, come out better than you than you went in, you know, kind of. And 
we're still in quarantine in a lot of ways. So it's not over, you know, yeah. this isn't a, this isn't a quick fix. It's not a couple months. Like a lot of this stuff, people tend to not be able to stick with it. But you said, you know, like you said, routine and you know, the fact you thought about this before quarantine hit with your dumbbells, it's like, mm, you, it's been on your mind, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was something that I was, I was thinking about doing in quarantine just, you know, gave me the perfect opportunity to, to actually carry, carry through with it. So, was yeah, the house that was, like that? That was too? one of the big things. Was the house one of those things? The house? Too? Yeah, so the house story, I actually, last September, I sat down with September 1st and I wrote down a list of goals that I had. And one of the goals was to buy a house, but the plan was to move my mom into the house. I was, um, wanted to buy a house for my mom. Um, I don't need the space that a house has. But I was just like, I want to own property. I want to start building that real estate portfolio. I'll buy a house, move my mom into it so that um, it's less stress in her life, right? So that was a goal to be completed by September of this year. And it ended up the way things worked out that I ended up moving into the house. And they, mom just had her eyes set on something a little bit bigger and better for what she wants. She wants it to be her final move. And I understand that. So. We're working and saving towards towards that for her in the near future. But yeah, so the house was it wasn't a list of things to do. It happened a little bit faster than I wanted to, mostly because of school. Mm -hmm. But um, which is, was also pushed forward by COVID. So yeah. So when did you move in? When did you move then? July. I remember the pictures, but I forget what the dates. You'll you'll know that like <laughs> it's traumatic. So it just get burned in in your mind all the closing, all the money, yeah. all the every step. Yeah, but that was. So stressful. Um, was it July? Yeah, mid July, early July. I moved in. Um, the clothes and everything. Early July, and then, so I've been here since then. Was COVID? Did COVID make it complicated to like you know see places and do all the do all the stuff? Or no, not really. They just require that you wear a mask. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess if like the family was still in the home. And that was a little bit more difficult, you know. They wanted to um, possibly do a little, little bit more to make sure that everything was was good moving forward. But um, I didn't see too many where the family was actually in the home, so it wasn't that difficult for me. And and so, like you said, you stressful, but it sounds like it went pretty smoothly, considering you know you moved in before your goal, two months before your goal, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, not. Like I was saying before, that only happened because of school and because of COVID, a lot of schools dropped the GMAT and I was like, I don't want to take the GMAT. I'm not going to miss out on this. And I had to apply for the loan and close before I uh, pulled out the school loan because they look at debt income ratio. So I was like, for me to get the best loan in the house, I need to take that first. They're going to give Got me the school loan regardless. Got right. It. So because yep. the plan was to apply to school next year but um so yeah that's why it had to happen sooner because i had to get the money for school in a certain amount of time so i could make sure i pay for everything but yeah ultimately it all worked out um i had a schedule on the school um plan and got in a couple months early on the house so like you said a couple of months you could start throwing into the into the gym i know like you said one of those things you remind me when i got my house it's like first of all it feels like everybody's making money but you when you get the thing <laughs> And then, 
but then you have it and it's like, okay, what do I want to make this place? And it sounds like the thing you want to focus on is this, is this space. Talk about the, talk about the garage a little bit. Cause you know, what do you have to do in there to get it, to get it workout ready? Right. So it's two car garage. So plenty of space. First thing we did, um, like I'm a clean freak. So I swept and I mopped, you know, powered pine saw on that floor. So it smelled really fresh. Had, um, some friends come over and paint. Hmm. So painted the walls. Um, most of the ceiling's done right now, but it got really hot, so we didn't spend too much time on the ceiling. And I think, yeah, before I got any equipment, I put that, that Princeton T on the wall. Um, Just rep it. Had to. <laughs> had to rep, the, rep Princeton. But initially, you know, crazy ideas. I was like, I'm going to get a mural artist to come in here and, and do the Incredible Hulk on the wall. But I was like... If my plan is not to be in this house for, for forever, so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pay that. that much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're showing it or paying all the money just to move out in a couple of years. Like it just didn't seem like the, the smartest thing to do. So just stuck with the P, yep. um, had to go do a lot of research on proper flooring for a gym, hmm. finding equipment. Yeah. All of it. Um, more difficult than I expected, mostly because of quarantine and like not being able to actually find um, gym equipment in stock. But yeah, it's it's slowly slowly adding. I've, I've got a couple big bigger items right away. Still have a couple more that I need to get, but just slowly adding pieces to it. And that's I'm in there three times a day. You know, just want to get away from work. I just take a 20, 30 minute coffee break. And going to the gym, get energized, come back, sit at my desk. Um, yeah, but for me, it was also just not an excuse. I just trying to eliminate an excuse to go to the gym. You know, for a while, it's like, oh, well, COVID's keeping me from the gym. And then, but even before then, I was just like, do I want to go to the gym? Like, I'm tired. Like, do I want to drive there, drive back? Right now, it's just walk downstairs, open the garage. There you go, you know. So, is that one of the highlights of the of having the house, having the space? Yeah, definitely, definitely one of the highlights. Um, you know, just getting being able to put holes in the wall, like possibly, you know. Um, I think you saw the the story where my my punching bag fell. Oh yeah, like, tell, tell this. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been bad, but you know, um, like the first time I I tried to install it into the ceiling, I guess. Whatever it was, like either I wasn't in the center of the stud, and I used a stud finder, but either I wasn't in the center of the stud or what I used to, to um, install it just wasn't strong enough. And I was punching it, punching it, punching it. It fell. <laughs> I looked up. Thankfully, the whole ceiling didn't have a hole in it. You know, it's just like a small, it just wow. came, it came out clean. Um, went and bought a different piece and installed it. Uh, I installed like an inch to the left of where I put it before. So maybe I wasn't. <laughs> well, you didn't have the, you, you know, couldn't use that same hole. <laughs> Yeah, definitely couldn't use the same hole. But um, it's, it's, it's hanging solid now. It hasn't come down. I mean, I'm pulling my punches a little bit, but... I would say, yeah, you're backing off a bit, I see. <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't go too hard. But yeah, that's, that's definitely one of the perks, you know? Like, I can knock a wall down if I want to and not have to worry about, you know, somebody telling me I can't knock a wall down. Like, it's, it's mine. I can do what I want with it, you know? So the architecture side of me gets to be a little creative too so it's fun do you have future plans i know you say you don't want to you're not gonna be there forever it sounds like but you have plans for the space other than your 
like you said, the gym or the use? Do you have plans for the for the for the space itself? As far as like renovations or just like yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, like you said, the the, the architecture side. You know, playing with it. Like, what's what's your what's on your mind there? I mean, as far as renovations, the big thing um, right now, the bottom floor is carpet and has it's good carpet and has um, like tile in the kitchen or whatever. I want to take all of that out and put like a, a laminate wood down to uh, increase value just a little bit. Okay, as far as spaces, as a second living room upstairs, and I haven't really shown that yet, but I have my Princeton 2018 banner hanging up there. We made it into a game room, so we got the TV, the Wii spit, the Wii's in there. Gonna possibly get like a a gaming table. The family loves playing games, card games, uh, poker, things like that. And then we have a uh, four bedrooms. The fourth bedroom painted all the walls black. The ceiling is black, and I have a huge 75-inch curved TV that's in there. So I just made it into like a little media room. Nothing, nothing too special. Like no surround sound, but it serves uh, the purpose of you know really just being able to focus on the movie and get that theater feel, especially since mm-hmm. they've been closed for so long. Yeah. As a big movie theater guy, so that kind of hurt. Yeah, I feel like weren't you one of like the last people to buy those unlimited passes? What was the what was that called? Oh yeah, what was that called? Was it Movie Pass? Movie Pass, Movie Pass. That's what it was. Did you, act- I did got you actually have that, right? Yeah, I had it. What made it worth it? Didn't you have to see like two or three movies a week to make that worth it? You got to see a yeah. I mean, even if you saw one movie a week, it was worth it. But you got okay. to see a, a free movie a day is what it was. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So yeah, they they. They just didn't make any money off of it. And then I think <laughs> a year into having it, they changed like, oh, we're going to start charging this. And I was like, nah, because AMC just had their own special thing where I pay, what, 15 bucks uh, a month and I get to see two or three movies a week. So I was like, that works perfectly. So I'm on the AMC um, A-list now, but their uh, movie theaters have been closed. I think they just opened back up. I'm not, I'm not really sure if I'm ready to risk movie theaters yet. I've thought about it because it's interesting. Like, you know, again, look at the science and they're so, because I miss movies too. And there's a bunch coming that I really would love to have that experience. But, right. you know, what is it? Capacity, uh, space, and then time is the other big thing, right? You know, so yeah, mm-hmm. you could have few people, you could limit the number of people. It's a big room, you know, you can space people out, but you're in there for two hours. And, you know, it's hard to wear a mask for like half an hour. Right. You know, <laughs> what, what are other people going to be doing? I'm going to trust them. Like you can't stop people from recording movies, you know? Like you think you're gonna stop them from keep them wearing a mask? That's a good point. Yeah, the bootleggers still gonna be coming out, point. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what the rule is like you have to wear the mask unless you're eating or drinking. Yeah, people just like, be putting popcorn in their face all the time. Yeah. You can't stop people from bringing candy in the movie theater, you can <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Don't even need to be militant to think that, you know, like the people who are out there marching can't make us wear masks. It's like, I mean, I can't stop you from bringing candy in. So that's, that's the main thing yeah. for me on my mind right now, at least till, you know, vaccine or whatever. But I do miss that experience. It's interesting. You were able to sort of replicate that, you know, have the, have the little moment been, cause I've been cranking up the streaming stuff. Um, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon prime watching. I watched Gemini this yeah, weekend. Yeah. It was real good. I was blown away by it. Oh, Gemini's a good movie. I was blown yeah, away by that. Movie. And uh, like you said, I was, I was, there was a moment where I was like, dang, how did I miss this in theaters? Just like you said. Yeah. Did you, um, were you able to catch, you have Disney Plus, were you able to catch the new Mulan? I do not have it. Did you see that? 
Yeah, yeah, got it the first night. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sure, you were saving a lot of movies, so you could you could splurge for that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, what they they charge you thirty bucks for it, mm-hmm. but my whole family uses that account, so mm-hmm. it was worth it. We all split it. So, mm-hmm. but um, was it good? Was it like that yeah. experience? Did it, did, was it a big budget film? You know, it. I think it was. I think it was decent. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. You know, like. It's Mulan, and they're doing all the remakes. I think most of the remakes have been fantastic. This one was the one that's like most different from its original. They changed the right? story and have, the characters and the action, even. Right? Yeah, they, exactly. So, what the prince wasn't in there, or the prince general guy, whatever his name was, no, he was no in Eddie there. Murphy dragon. They, right? like, no Mushu. He's my favorite character <laughs> in Disney. And when they said no Mushu, I was like. I'm not going to watch it. I mean, obviously I did, but um, <laughs> they're like, no Mushu, because they want to make it more realistic mm-hmm. and uh, dragons aren't realistic. Why were they running on the wall? <laughs> Why are they walking? <laughs> they're doing like Matrix wall running and stuff. They were running up walls, down <laughs> walls, fighting on the walls. I was like, Mushu could have been in this movie. <laughs> so I got to, I got to write a song later to Disney about mm-hmm. that. I mean, they got to do a cut with Mushu. Exactly. It. Just so. digitally replace him. Talk to George Lucas about how that works because that, that man's rewritten so many of his movies too. Yeah, there we go. There's a, Have you been watching the direct, to, um, the direct to streaming stuff then? Like, you know, Netflix is pumping one out every month. And have you watched any of those? Or? A little bit. Not too much. Um, I got, I've been less and less on movies and TV in the past month mm-hmm. because of school. Mm-hmm. But when I when I can get some time, I'm watching things. So I just started Cobra Kai last week. What's that? The, um, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on the movie it's based off of Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. Yeah, so watching things like that, picking up on some shows. Yeah, well, there were a bunch. I'm thinking of um, I almost said Power, but it's uh. Whatever the movie was that Jimmy Fox did, so there's there's this interesting phenomenon I think. Yeah, it's all that one. There's this phenomenon of all these like streaming services basically paying big bucks to get a big budget movie that they then release in their on their platform. And I watch them; they're good. Mm-hmm. They are big budget. They feel like a big movie, but there's something that makes them feel like they're straight to DVD, isn't there? There's something about the story or the writing or the di- there's so- there's just a little. A little half baked, it feels yeah. like, and that's why I was curious. What you know, because you're like you said, you're the movie aficionado. You you would know the difference, but <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. That there is something slightly off about them. Um, maybe, maybe it's just the fact that we're not experiencing them in theaters, and they're not actually going through that. Um, I did see the one with Jamie Fox, and there's there's been a couple others that have been they've been good. It's just. Yeah, but but like what what you saying? There's something just slightly off about it. No, I haven't really thought about what that would be. Yeah, like the show, um, show, the Charlize Theron one, for example. Did you see that the old the one where they were immortals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw so that one, like old guard or something exactly. like that. Exactly. And so it's like it's it's good. I actually thought that was one of the better ones. And that and extract, extraction was really good with the Hemsworth with Thor. That one yep. was awesome. That was my favorite yeah. yet with Thor. But <laughs> the issue for me, I know you're a Marvel guy, but the issue for me is that like. The way that the reason they feel weird is because there's one star kind of, and then there's like all these other people. I guess Chiwetel, uh, uh, what's his last name? I just, he's a big actor, the guy who was like the agent. 
Um, he's a he's a famous guy, mm. but it's weird because there'll be a couple big time A list stars, and then the rest of it feels very people you've never heard of before. That's another yeah. thing that also makes it feel kind of weird. But the effects are good. You know, they're using real locations. It's not. It's it's mostly there. It's almost there. It's it's like you're drinking the sugar replacement. You're like, mm, this is really good. But then the aftertaste hits kind of. And you're like, mm, that's where it's not right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, this flavor is actually really good. And then as it finishes, you're like, hmm, something's different. Yeah, some of them I wish they were just like they were taking a little bit more time and like elaborated on some of the scenes or some or some of the story, the plot. But I mean, yeah. Over overall, I think I, I've been enjoying it, mm -hmm. so I'm not I'm not complaining. You know? Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. That's all to say that like we've had to adapt so much to the point where you know they're doing now these big movie releases for streaming. You know, like you said, Mulan. Basically, they're like, you know what? It's we're not gonna get in theaters, so let's build the experience around and the price point around people watching it in their homes. <laughs> And it and it sounds. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like a pay per view pay per view fight. You know, like thirty bucks. I was like, that's a lot. And I was like, you know what? A fight's a hundred bucks, so this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's that was my thought process around it. I mean, I understand why they're why they're charging thirty because I mean, people are going to do like what I did, where my whole family has the account, and usually what it's anywhere from ten to twelve, fifteen bucks a ticket, and my whole family just watched it for thirty bucks. Yep. So. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think that's right. Although, again, you're right. There's a lot of people who, you know, you go see a movie as a family. So maybe on average you're losing one or two tickets. Probably why they price it at 30, if you think about it. Because they're thinking, on average, people go in pairs. And so if we give, yeah. them a, give a household this movie, it, it's likely two people are going to watch it. Sometimes one, sometimes five, but split the difference. Yeah, man. It's a weird thing to think about changing. I hadn't thought about it until uh, till I remembered you were uh, such a movie buff. But... Soon, hopefully. That's one of the things I hope comes back as well, because I really, really used to enjoy that. Yeah, I started looking for uh, drive-in theaters, but didn't really find any near me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, not that, that far, 45 minutes to an hour drive, mm -hmm. but something I started thinking about. Yeah, I was like, would they make a comeback? But again, still being in the dark, in the theater, feeling immersed, speakers living around you. Although, I guess I like my car's sound system, but again, still a little different. It's a different, it's not, it's, yeah, it's better, exactly, sure. it's not replacing it. It's, it's, it's different, it's good, it's a fun activity, but it's, it's not replacing it. There's no replacement for some of these things that we haven't yeah. had for the last six months. Reclining in the seat. Yep. Paying $7 for the smallest box of Mike and Ike's. Cardboard popcorn yeah. drenched in <laughs> swimming in butter, you know. Popcorn that's <laughs> terrible unless you dump the butter on it. You need the butter substitute. <laughs> yeah. Slick it up. Movie theaters, can't be replaced. I, yeah, you're right. I miss it. That weird carpet, that weird carpet on the floor with the pattern, you know, all that stuff. Everything about it. Mm -hmm. Previews. <laughs> uh, even though previews sort of got ruined by the internet, but it's a, it's a complete yeah. thing. It's funny. Like you said, all the little aspects, all the little pieces. What was the last movie you saw in theaters before things shut down? Man, the last one I saw in theaters? Let's hope it's a good one. Jeez. I don't even know. It's been a minute. <laughs> you asked me to think back like that. I'm telling people mine was Parasite, uh, I'm pretty sure. Parasite? What was Parasite? That was the, uh, the, oh, the Korean thriller with the family. Let me see. 
Man's checking his receipts. I definitely didn't see anything called Parasite. Man's checking his receipts. Yeah, I'm going to my AMT app. (laughs) (laughs) Check his stubs. Check his stubs app. I'll tell you what. For a second, I thought I thought the last movie I saw was Hobbs and Shaw, but I saw that last summer, so that was just messed up by the by the summertime. Like that would have been a terrible last movie to see before movie theaters shut down. Man, I don't want to name the last one I saw. Oh, what was it? <laughs> Troll? The Trolls movie? The Trolls? I went on the... <laughs> no, it was a. Uh, I went on a date on February twenty third. It was called The Call of the Wild. It was like the dog. It was stupid. It was awful. Was it, was it like Disney movie? Was it like a kid? Uh, was it like um, an adaptation of the Jack London book? I have no idea what that book is. Uh, <laughs> it was like um, it was like a Balto type story with. Yeah, the wolf. The wolf grew up, or the dog grew up, and then went to live with wolves, and basically became a wolf. Is that? Pretty much, except for yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's what it yeah, was. That's a that's a, a book written by an American naturalist adventurer named Jack London. So, yeah, let's just say that my last one was, which was a week earlier, February sixteenth. I went and saw Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> okay. was, my last one. was that good? I yeah. missed that. It was amazing. Really, it was amazing, and they set it up for a sequel. So, Ooh. super excited for that. I mean that man yeah. Will Smith can that, act. that should be on one of your streaming platforms. You guys will watch that. That I, should be on like it probably HBO has. now or something. It probably has. My uh yeah. so my weekend routine has become I'll watch a movie or two on the weekend just sort of break things up because I'm always here, but it's like a time when I turn my couch into sort of a different space and you know, have some snacks, chill, whatever. You know, not on the phone, sort of trying mm-hmm. to like you said, shut things away. But I've been doing genres, so I've actually been working through a lot of like 80s 90s i do action like mindless action movies so i've been chewing my way through 80s 90s action movies where either it's a movie that is good i haven't seen in a long time or you know you know so i've been through all the rambos again for example and stuff but then there's some movies that like the big time actors so like arnold schwarzenegger's actually been in a ton of movies when he was especially when he was young he was just cranking action movies but not all of them are like the classics you know not all of them are Kindergarten Cop or, you know, Terminator or, you know, even some of those ones he did in the 90s that were sort of pretty fun. And it's like, oh, this is interesting. And you can kind of see him, maybe not at his best, either the script or the movie. It's kind of, it's kind of it feels like straight to the video, <laughs> but but it's still like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm entertained for 90 minutes, two hours, and then, you know, go back to the real world. But mm-hmm. that's sort of been part of my thing. So it's a good excuse to catch up on, like I said, Gemini, catch up on things that I hadn't seen that... For whatever reason, you know, because right. the reviews weren't great, or because the timing wasn't didn't make sense for me, and the movie was in and out of theaters real quick, so you know, it's a uh, yeah, it's been good to, good for that at least. Don't trust reviews. Don't don't trust reviews. I think I, I see reviews ninety percent of the time, and mine are completely opposite. So if you if you need a review, you know, you give me a call. Okay, I got you. Well, I'll say this: I used to be the guy though who my thing was to find the reviewer who was most like me. And so for a long time, he's sort of doing some okay. different stuff now, but um, Ebert and Roper, whatever, Ebert liked everything, basically. He like loved every, all this stuff. May he rest in peace. But Roper was kind of, his tastes and mine were actually really similar. So if he said, like, eh, this movie has problems, but it's worth seeing, I'd be like, okay. And I would agree, you know, like, or good movies he liked, I like movies he didn't like. You know, we had, we, we aligned a lot. So I haven't found another critic, really, that. I can just sort of track on what they're doing and track on their sort of opinions. Yeah. But that was, that worked for me for a long time. And now, like you said, it's, I agree with you. It's hard to crowdsource reviews because 
crowds are wilding now, as you know. It's COVID. Stay right. out the crowd. Like everybody was saying, Gemini Man was bad, and that um, the Aladdin remake was bad. This is like I saw. I saw, I I saw Aladdin in theaters. Either. Thankfully, that was good. I'll, but yeah. you're right, though. Like <laughs> I'll say, this is my dirty secret. I like After Earth. I think that movie is okay. real good, and that movie got panned. That movie got buried. And that was, I guess, 2013 or something like that. That was like the last movie M. Night Shyamalan was, could put his name on. And he even patted on real small because he had another flop or two before that. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. I was like, I like him too. Split was dope. Yeah, Split was amazing. I got to see Glass. Don't, don't spoil that for me, but I can't wait for that. That's, you haven't seen Glass no, yet? No, it's on my list. You got it, yeah. But Unbreakable, I'm a little older than you. Unbreakable was one of my favorite movies for probably five, five years after I saw it. Yeah, I I saw Unbreakable. Well, I think I when I heard when I heard Glass was coming out, that's when I went back and watched Unbreakable and Split because I hadn't seen them. So when they first let out the preview for or the trailer for for Glass, I went back and watched them. You know, yeah, they're they're all amazing and, and Glass is, is just as it good. Okay. I think I'm embarrassed. Split's probably the best one. Interesting. I'm embarrassed because I I didn't know Split was in that universe, so I was like, eh. Do I really want to see James McAvoy as like do an acting class, even though having watched it, it was an incredible performance, like one of the best performances I think I've yeah. I've seen in in a while, and or by him in his career I would say, and and like yeah, you said I can't I can't trust reviews. I just gotta be like, what is this generally gonna be about? The problem is just such a big investment, you know, to go see a movie. Yeah. You kind of want to know that you're going to get your value before you. It's like buying a house, basically. You know, like you want to be like, there's no problem with the foundation because I don't want to be in there and find out 30 minutes later that I've, I've wasted $15 or 15000 whatever. You know, I've I've walked out of the movies like 10, 15 minutes in. Dang. Just, just got to go. What was the last movie you walked out of? Do you remember? The Call of the Wild. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to walk out that last one. <laughs> <laughs> On the date, so I couldn't leave. But no, I don't remember the last one I looked at. <laughs> okay. I because I like it. I like movies. I'll stick them out. I have a kind of like you, but again, from way back, I have a bag full of ticket stubs. I tell people this from time to time that I sort of leaf through because it was like the thing to do in high school. And then you know I'd like watching movies till my time sort of got a little tighter. But I'll never forget the Tomb Raider movie was out, and it was like so bad that I never did this. I just like got up at some point, went to the bathroom. I just like actually left the theater and came like watch like people watching TV, you know, like get up, get up off your couch and go. I was like, eh, I'll come back. That was uh, I'll never forget that. That was the, that for me was one of the worst, worst movie experience I've ever had. Other movies, you know, I've fallen, I've drifted off. I've, you know, like lost interest, but usually like you yeah, said, yeah. It, at the minimum, the experience and the immersion, you're like, let me just sit through this. And then something will happen that makes it kind of yeah, it's bad if you get up and go to the restroom. Yeah, like I said, but I came back, so. So, you know, the, the pod, the pod is called What's Eating You? And, you know, we talked a little bit about, about bad movie theater popcorn, but I got to hear how you've been eating mm-hmm. in quarantine and uh, and in fitness mode and uh, with your, like you said, you, you're probably better cooking for your dog than than for you. Yeah. So unless you're going to eat your dog's eating, better, I, wouldn't, better. I wouldn't trust it. I mean... I wouldn't eat that because I don't see it. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as food, so it's kind of evolved since the start of quarantine. So what the last October, I got braces, hmm. and it was so painful to chew on anything that I just 
pretty much went straight to a, a smoothie type diet. And I still, I still hold that for the most part, not as aggressive. Um, like I'm no longer, you know, putting my soup in the blender before I eat it, but my shakes are probably one of the staples that I, I still have once or twice a day. And then outside of that, like it's, it's not the best. My little brother moved in with me and he's pescatarian. So, and he, he likes to cook. I got him an air fryer. Now that he moved in, I have an air fryer. Um, so every now and then he'll cook something, uh, which is probably the healthier things that I eat. But besides that, like I told you before we started recording, like I was at Popeye's last week because a friend of mine said that she had never been. And I was like, well, we're about to order a lot of stuff from Popeye's because you got to taste a lot of things off the menu. Yep. So picked out there. Um, we've got Whataburger here. Have you ever been to Whataburger? A long you know what time ago. A long time. Tell me, tell me what it's like again. Refresh my memory. Cause it was a long time ago. What's their it's specialty? Like, what would you say? That's just, oof. Um, I mean, all the burgers are, are just really good quality. They're, they're not like the McDonald's burger where the whole thing is like in your hand. Like if they're a lot wider, um, wider patties, thinner, but wider. And you got big hands. Um, but there we go. Yeah. So give you an idea. But um, yeah, onion rings, milkshakes, all that. Like it's like I I, I want to say like an old fashioned burger, but as if I was around like when burgers were, <laughs> you know. Right. But that's that's the feel that they give off in their franchise, like an old fashioned feel. So it, what a burger here is like In and Out in California, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But we have In and Out now too, so been there a couple times. Yeah, try try to stay away from the fast food as much as I can. Um, but yeah, my my main thing is are my shakes. Mm-hmm. And, and do you and do you load those up? Do you you know you're not just doing protein powder and ice and milk and stuff, right? Wait, what are you loading them up with? Yeah, yeah. So um, protein powder for sure, and that varies on brand based off of. You know, I got a lot of friends that like are selling protein powder, or whatever. So I try to support friends there. Right. So um, that varies on brand, but. You get an idea there. And then using almond milk or cashew milk, things like that. Um, very little ice. I take, I get fresh blueberries from um, the market, farmer's market or whatever, put those in the freezer and then I put them in there. Bananas. I let my bananas get solid black before I use them because that's one of the sweetest. Um, what else do we put in? Spinach, kale, and then peanut butter. This um, all natural peanut butter, and then I have a a mix of cocoa, turmeric, and cinnamon, because all three of those things um, boost metabolism. So just trying to keep my metabolic rate up, you know, so I can keep burning fat and things like that. Mm-hmm. Part of the whole fitness fitness thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one one shake, and they're usually pretty full. I also put oatmeal, oatmeal in there. Oh really? Jeez. So, Is this drinking this thing like drinking? Drink a molasses. This is gonna be a thick shake when it comes out. It's it's thick. Yeah, it's thick, but it's also filling. It's very filling. So I could have one for breakfast or for lunch if I wanted, and be good for most of the day. And then I'll have a meal at dinner, or maybe I choose to have my meal at lunch and have the shake at night, and it holds me. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's thick, but it's good. It's it's not unbearable, you know. It's yeah. Got enough flavors. 
and, and there's sweetness. And there's nothing you can, sweetness you can throw all kinds of things into it, right? For what you have, what's new, you can do different things, right? So it's not, or are you drinking the exact same shake yeah, yeah. every single time? No, no. Sometimes I'm, I'm mixing things in. So sometimes it's not as healthy. One time I had some Oreos sitting in front okay. of me, so the Oreos went inside the shake. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, sometimes I don't have all my ingredients, so you know we we do what we have. I think um, I got like some non-dairy coffee ice cream that every now and then, every now and then it's not even non-dairy. It's super <laughs> super ice cream goes in there. You know, just work with what I work with what I have and. Yeah, it's usually pretty good. I haven't been complaining. I've seen the results, so I'm pretty happy with it. So that's why you said something yeah, there. That's, you, that's my main thing. Yeah, you said something there though, working with what you have, and like if that isn't a motto for the times, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is right. Like because <laughs> we're we're alone inside with our like you said with our home gyms or you know our workstations or you know our own thoughts in some places, and and you 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 managing you managing all those things. Like you said, you got the. You got the punching bag hung. You got yourself fed. What, how are you? How are you staying together in this in this crazy time? Mentally, well, man, uh, I like to think I'm staying together. I, I hope that you know. I hope that I actually am. Um, but I think recently, and they were talking about it a little bit before we recorded, but you've seen on my Instagram story where I started like, last week with some daily truths, and for me. Um, I think the first, a couple of them are like, it's been really heavy mm-hmm. things that have been just been weighing on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm the type that reflects, uh, there's a lot of self-reflection, internal reflection. Um, uh, I don't ever really share it with anybody. There's maybe one or two people that hears everything that's those things that are going on in my mind, you know, um, one of them. So my first story is about, um, just being a quality friend um and that came about because i just lost one of my my best friends right so i sat there thinking about well if this friend and that friend a couple of these my friends feel this way about me you know then maybe even though i don't see it maybe to some extent it's true and it's although it's not my intention so i wanted to put something out there initially just to like say hey like i don't ever intend on doing this or me being this way but like Let's try to work through it. Like, I want to be a quality friend. And then from there, I was just like, you know what? That felt good to get off my chest to kind of say out to the world. So here's some other things that I've been struggling with that I've been thinking about. Um, I've got some, some good feedback, some positive feedback from a lot of people. So that's been very supportive. So if anybody has reached out to me, um, is listening to this, thank you. But that's, that's something I'm, I've been doing. I didn't do any of the past couple of days, but. Again, I'm always thinking, always reflecting. Um, I think uh, some people tell me I'm, I'm harder on myself than I should be, but it's how I feel. It's how I, I'm processing things or how I'm viewing things about myself. So I'm probably going to have a couple more um, until I just, you know, got all my thoughts out. But yeah, that's that's what that's what I've been doing the past week or so. But yeah, always always thinking about things, you know. And it's and it's been helping. Uh, it sounds like trying to be better. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's helped a lot, it's helped a lot, like, holding things in, I'm learning is, like, it's something I've always done, you know, like, try to present, you know, this strong facade, but, you know, being vulnerable is also a strength, uh, or a show of strength as well, and I'm, I'm learning that, mm. and, you know, if I, 
if I'm talking about things, then I can actually get feedback or get help. And it's so it's it's helping, yeah, for sure. And some of the things just been weighing on me. So being able to get that weight off, so it feels so a lot better this past week than I have, you know, in the past I'd say a year or so. So you lose the take off the mental weight, you feel better. Take off the physical weight, your knees feel better. You're doing it all around, man. I'm I'm, I'm glad for you. <laughs> no, this is yeah, try it. <laughs> Anything I can do to to get better, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I think for me, that's what, when I look back, um, the quarantine or the, the COVID-19 phase, I want to say, hey, I went in this guy and came out um, three times, ten times better, you know, so I got to, I can't ignore aspects of my life, so trying to, trying to cover it all, especially since quarantine is going a lot longer. And they initially said it would. Yeah. So I got I got more time to do things. Exactly. You know? Now you're stuck. You're like, oh yeah, I want to do this. Three months. I'll be out and I'll be out in time for Fourth of July. We'll ha- we'll be hanging out. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that six pack abs, man. It's gonna take a little bit take a little bit longer than we planned, but a little longer than we hoped. But it will be it'll be worth it. Yeah, that's 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 the hardest that's the hardest part. The six pack abs, like. <laughs> I actually have to eat right for that. Yeah, I'm not abs are made right. in the kitchen. Not that man. right. Abs are made in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, de- definitely, um, definitely trying to take um, a better approach to the mental aspect as well. You know, so opening up, having having those conversations uh, with myself and with others, and just sharing that. And I've even got some responses back saying, saying thank you because I guess it was a topic that um, they relate to. Uh, I got a lot back with, uh, from the Princeton students, you know, about the one where I said, um, oh, like, stop making yourself smaller to make others feel bigger because, you know, we often get the question, oh, where'd you go to school? Yeah, some, some small school in New Jersey. Like, I, I've been doing that for three years. And yeah, it's, uh, they're like, yeah, we we really relate to that, and there's there's no need to be ashamed of it or to hide it, you know, things like that. So and that's just what any aspect of our lives. That's that's some truth, man. I appreciate that too, because like you said, we're all living a little bit version of it, and and uh, thank you for sharing that with me. I like I said, I, I I'm taking that away a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be some more. So try not to get annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Keep checking in on me though. Like, yeah, you okay? Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> That's right. Up the flare. All right, brother. I appreciate you giving me your, uh, you know, your hour. Uh, I want to. You might want to get back in the gym. It's only, it's only coming up on eight, on nine o'clock where you, or eight o'clock where you are, right? So you might have one or two more sessions in. Eight o'clock here, yeah. Yeah, I got, a, I got a couple more. I can get in maybe um, late night run. No, <laughs> no, I think I'm done for the day. I actually have to. <laughs> I got to study. Yep. That's cool. Back to it. <laughs> Back to the grind. Sure. All right, man. Well, have a great rest of your night studying and, and we'll catch up yeah, yeah. Definitely. I appreciate you uh, having me on. And that wraps another episode of What's Eating You. Big thanks to Jackson for showing strength through vulnerability and encouraging us all to be better. Here's to manifesting many more goals in the year to come. As the rest of you out there, we'll talk soon. See you in two weeks.